Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Mike Wilden. And my name is Tim Larson. So um, we're here to discuss our blog 15 years later. Mike, I'm going to have you introduce this a little bit. Let me just ask you the question so everybody gets an idea of what we're doing here. Explain how we met each other and how we know each other now. Okay. Well, I'm Mike Wilden. How's everybody doing? Uh, Tim Larson here was my favorite teacher in high school. So that's originally how we met. So, uh, yeah, I guess just here we go, right? Here's what happened. A couple of years ago, I was going through kind of a rough time in life, and I had posted something on Facebook, which is, you know, whatever. Social media, for the most part, ugh, whatever. But this is one of those rare instances where it was good. So I got a lot of really positive feedback from a lot of people. I don't remember a single thing any of those other people said, because one really stuck out to me, which was... Uh, this guy that I looked up to so much in high school, um, Mr. Larson here, had also commented on it. And he said something very positive to me. And so uh, so then I messaged him personally. And I was like, hey, you know, I I appreciate that. And he's like, hey, once a Larson student, always a Larson student. Yeah. And uh, so then a few months later, I posted something else, which is a lot more positive, And he commented on that, too. And I messaged him again and I said, hey, you know, let's let's grab lunch or grab a beer or something. And he said, yeah, sounds great. And then a few, uh, well, just actually just the next day, he messaged me again and he said, hey, you know, I just look back at our conversations over the years through Facebook Messenger here. And there's a whole lot of, you know, let's grab lunch, let's grab a beer. And it never happens. Let's uh, let's make this happen. And I was like, all right, sweet. So we we set a day and we met at a B-dubs and. Um, going into it, I knew it was going to be a blast, um, and it was. But uh, but as we were getting to talk to each other, like as we were talking to each other, getting to know each other as you know, just as human beings, we uh, started to see a lot of parallels just in our personalities and just you know certain events in our lives as we were kind of sharing stories yep. back and forth, you know, yep. catching up on okay, where's what have we been doing since uh, since I walked out of your classroom. And uh, even to the point where I got like weirdly specific um, about yeah. some things. And so a couple hours and a couple of that. drinks in. Yeah, <laughs> true. But uh, a couple hours in, uh, Tim comes back from the bathroom and says, uh, Mike, we're going to we're going to write a blog together. And I already I was like, yep, let's go. And yeah. but he had the idea of writing this blog together just about, you know, a teacher and a student 15 years later uh yeah just catching up on life sharing stories realizing they have some stuff in common so um we've been working on that for a long time because we uh we wrote the whole thing before we started releasing it but this podcast is just uh it's just a supplement to that we're just gonna be kind of we're gonna tell you a little bit about what happens in between the scenes and some of the things we didn't write about we're also going to talk about the article but that's really the whole reason that's that's what we're doing here right tim yeah, this is to go along with the blog and give a little insight. Um, right. Did I say to really, go along with the podcast? Not yeah, bad. you can't really. Uh, no, I think you got it right. You can't really um, write everything you want in a blog and keep people's attention. So um, maybe a little background stuff. Well, I mean, that we had to edit out. Or, <laughs> right. Uh, you know, but having you uh, bring that up, thinking about Facebook and keeping up with former students. Uh, just jogs this out of my memory. You know, I communicate with you guys as if you're still 18 or 19 years old. Um, 
I don't really keep up on a regular basis with any former students that I'm on social media with. But when I do see something like that, I make comments every now and then, like somebody got married and I send a congratulations or somebody has a baby and I'll send a message like, what are you thinking? You're not even smart enough to run your own life. You know, that kind of thing. Most of those comments are me just continuing a relationship that I had with you guys when you were high school kids. And so um, this is a really interesting thing for me. And I don't think I've ever told you this before, but when I sent those messages, it was me looking out at somebody as if you were still, you know, 18 or 19 and just kind of going through life and then meeting up for lunch felt like the same thing going there. But once we got there and I was like, wow, is he old enough to order alcohol? Like, this is weird. And you're like, yeah, yeah at the time I was like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, hey, when did that happen? That's I, weird. I I was the age that you were when I was in your classroom. Like right, right. <laughs> and so that's that just made for a really interesting, like, you know, look behind the curtain, if you will, at the at the situation. And so yeah. um I think that's one of the reasons I enjoyed that initial lunch so much is because I was talking to another adult where last time we were really face-to-face and talking, it, it, that wasn't really the case. Well, that and, that's why I was so excited for it going into it, because, like, I, uh, and we'll get into this a little bit later, just about, you know, what you were like as a teacher, but, yeah, you know, it, so when I, when I was in high school, my goal was to be a high school teacher. I am not a high school teacher. I took a different path, but um, nevertheless, um, Larson here is my role model for a lot of that. And a lot of it was just at like, when I was in his classroom, I was kind of like this, this is what I want to be as a teacher. Um, cause he had some very unique methods, but I just, I absolutely sure. loved it whenever I was in his class. Like I never looked forward to going to a class, uh, not even close, uh, like I did, um, for, for Larson's math class. But it was also just kind of like, just personality wise, I was like, this is like, this is the, this is what I'm looking for, you know, because, you know, at 18 years old and 17 years old, I, I had no idea, you know, who I was and was just really discovering a lot, you know, sure. as, as anybody at that age. But, but, you know, this is a guy whose approval I always really wanted and a guy I always really looked up to. And, you know, all these years later, first of all, getting the really, you know, that those really nice comments from you um, that were very supportive. Uh, that was, you know, that was just big in itself. And so, but go, going into that lunch, I was excited because like, this is going to be hilarious, but also you're going to give me a bunch of shit. You're going to make fun of me just like you always yes. did make fun of everybody in your classroom. Yes. But uh, that being said, I was going to give a lot of it right back because now I can because I'm <laughs> confident right? myself and I'm an you're... adult. So you can't really do, you can't do anything about it. I can just give it right back. And you probably I was excited weren't... to see how that would go. You probably weren't going to get a detention no matter what you said. Uh, right. Yeah, I was out of options for controlling the conversation at that point. Um, yeah, you know, it's funny. Uh, me as a teacher, uh, that's it's hard to really put into words uh, what I do in the classroom. Um, there is there is a an episode uh, in the blog coming up. So we'll we'll regroup to this conversation later. But I talk about at one point some of my college teachers who inspired me towards being a teacher. And one of the things I talk about is uh, a college English teacher that I, I I sort of gravitated to because he was kind of rogue, didn't follow the rules of professionalism, and 
had his own sort of higher purpose than just being a teacher. And, and that was wanting to know us and get more out of us. And, um, I suppose when I'm writing that about that guy, maybe I'm explaining myself a little bit also, um, from where I'm coming from, because I think we can say that, uh, I like to say that I'm a professional educator of high regard and people generally giggle at that. And, uh, because my professionalism really isn't the highest in the classroom. Uh, but at the same time, you're reminding me of things. Yeah. At this whole, oh, like from back in the day. Um, yeah. Uh, at the same time though, I mean, there's no mistake that what I'm trying to get is the best out of the students in there. Right. Uh, like I'm trying to have fun right. together and enjoy our time together so that we can actually, you know, do the journey together. And that's worked pretty good for me. I don't have that many years to go still. So if I can ride this shit out, uh, and, and stick with that program, I'm going to be a happy man when I retire basically. Yeah. Well, uh, I, you know, on, on the note of being in your classroom, I I have words I could talk about like what it was. Oh like yeah. Being. Let's, let's get some dirt. Let's what was it like to be in my classroom? Like now that, now that oh. you're this old and I'm this old, give me some experiences you remember about being in my classroom. So the best way I can describe being a Larson student and being, being in Larson's classroom was like every day walking in, I, the best. I, I would call it a stand-up math routine because you're still <laughs> you're still learning math. Yeah, uh, it's 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 still a class, but it was just it was so it was always so funny. It was a lot of fun, and like it was almost like we were just you know having fun and then learning some math in between. Um, but I mean, it you know that in itself made me pay a lot more attention. You know, I. Um, didn't always want to pay attention back when I was in high school, but it definitely helped because, you know, a big part of it was just like, oh, at any moment he's going to say or do something hilarious or ridiculous. And I don't want to yep. miss it. Um, I am. Yeah, we're going to find you, out. You, well, hey, let me I'll get, let me finish that thought in a second. We're 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 going to find out later on uh, throughout this blog as we talk about where we come from personally that I also like I, I do other things, you know, like I, I enjoy telling stories to uh, groups of people. Um, that's one thing that, do you I. know, you and I have in common, uh, but I play in a band and I sing. And, and so getting people's attention has been something I've been doing since I was three years old. And so a lot of that ridiculous behavior that seems so off track in the classroom is absolutely on purpose because I hear from kids all the time, like, I have no idea what to expect when you start talking. And if I can, if I can keep doing that, then I guarantee that I have 100% people paying attention when I start talking about math. Now, what happens five minutes exactly. later? I've got to keep, you know, I got to keep, hey, hey, you were just paying attention. Get back up here. But I can start off with 100% attention and, and, and keep a lot of it. So that's, that's the design, really. Right. So the thing was, like, you always gave us a ton of shit. You would make fun of everybody. But like, yes. the, yeah, that 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 was the thing is, you know, part of this was like, I, I didn't have a lot of confidence in myself back then. And really kind of one of the first times that I really like, started just realizing like, hey, I'm on an equal playing field with everybody else instead of like, oh, the popular kids are here, and they're here, and I'm here, and there's, you know, whatever was when we were in your class because everybody got shit. Now there were people oh, yeah. that would do more 
yeah. that would give you more ammunition to make fun of them, of course. But like yes. you, you made fun of everyone, no matter what. So everybody was an equal in your classroom, except you were the teacher, of course. But like yep. there wasn't there, you know, it wasn't, oh, this is the popular kid and this is the quiet kid. It was just like everybody was up for, you know, was fair game. But there's a there's a uh, rule that you may not know. And the rule is I have to find well, two rules uh, since we're on the subject. One, very early on in the semester, I have to find out who who's not going to be able to tolerate that behavior. Uh, Because, uh, you know, among the rules that I don't actually follow, one of them is not to make a kid feel uh, like stranded on an island and uncomfortable in the classroom. And so I never want somebody to sit there and be offended uh, either because I made fun of them or because I'm making fun of other kids in a way that makes some one kid feel uncomfortable. So I do a pretty quick scan in the first couple of days to figure out what the makeup of the classroom is like. Um, well, but I mean, the, just not just making fun of people, not just like making jokes and stuff. I mean, you would that that was part of what was so fun is you would just make fun of us like we were, you know, just just all just part of the gang, I guess. Um, you know, not just making fun of us, but, you know, you you also like you'd flint you'd shoot rubber bands at all of us in the classroom mm-hmm. i remember hearing about that before i went into your class i didn't know anything yeah. about you and the one thing i knew was like, oh larson's fun he shoots rubber bands at people and i remember thinking like oh it's cool that he gets away with that and it's like it was way more than i even expected <laughs> yeah um yeah. and uh <laughs> yeah and it was just like it was sometimes it was a straight up just rubber band battle um yeah because we would a lot of students would just willingly including myself would willingly shoot them right back at you um one time i got and i tell the story real quick so sure, please i uh one time uh my friend steve was sitting behind me kind of in the back of the class and you had been just like you'd been working me already you know you'd been giving me some shit about stuff and i i i don't remember exactly what it was you enjoyed you that. Around. You look forward to that. Don't I'm paint not, yourself like you like you were getting picked on like I was a bully. You enjoyed every second of that. You were picking on me as if you were a bully, <laughs> and I enjoyed it. Both right. are true. All right, like I'm sorry. Carry on. I, Carry on. It's <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I did enjoy it, and it was, and I was laughing really hard about it already but then you turned around and went uh to write something on the board and steve shot a rubber band from the back of the room and it hit like right between your right between your head and your hand where you were writing it was like it was a pretty well-placed shot and now you this just is like the, turned around on, just with your like a, this is the steve that has done some radio broadcasting or or did uh after, yes yeah after this is the, i'm thinking yes. of the same guy okay carry on yeah same steve so he he gets a shot right between like your head and your hand. And so it just yeah. hits you right. And you just were like, you just turned around slowly with your eyes wide and just like, like a cartoonish rage. Oh, and yeah. you looked right at me and I was just like half laughing, but also half cowering. Cause like, I'm like, sure. it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Sure. And you actually like stood on the desk, right? Like right in front of me and aimed down at me point blank, just like, just like you were about to, let loose one and I was afraid but also I couldn't stop laughing because it was hilarious because no other teacher would do that yeah Um, but yeah it was just it was always just so much fun and I did ever find out that Steve did it it wasn't you 
I, I mean, I told you on the spot and you just didn't believe me. And I've oh, told you a few times since then. So that's fair. But um, Would, you might still be lying about it. I don't know. I no, that's that's how it happened. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, it was always just a blast. And it was like a it was a badge of honor like being made fun of by you and especially you know you had your stupid quote board so larson yeah, the had stupid board yeah yeah you had the uh there was a dry erase board on the side of the classroom as well as the front yep. so yep um somebody in class would say something stupid and part of what made this work was the delivery and you had yep. two different ways it worked it wasn't like you didn't really say anything but if somebody would say something dumb you'd either stop and just stare at them for a couple of seconds yep and then suddenly turn and walk over to the board. Walk and over to the board write and write said. it. Yep. Yeah. Or you would be in the middle of writing something on the board and somebody would say something and you would like, without missing a beat, would just drop the marker and walk right back, <laughs> right, walk over to the board without even uh, skipping a beat. And it was no, always... I, there's your, something your, I say. Your, there's something I say when I write on the board. I write their quote and I used to actually put their name under it, but I stopped yeah. doing that a long time ago because... You know, I don't want any, again, I don't want anybody to really get upset. And also during parent teacher conferences, one day a, a parent was, was in the, have I never told you this? <laughs> there was, a parent was in my classroom and, um, and said, uh, I'm, I'm such and such as parent, you know, the one that you've got his name under the board where he said something stupid. And I was like, <laughs> oh shit, I should stop doing that. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so I stopped writing names uh, for that reason. It's just common sense, really. And uh, anyway, I still do it. I write the quote down and I look at the person after and I go, welcome to the show. That's what I say every time. And I, I probably nice. said it back in the day when you were there. Yeah, it was it was an honor to get on the stupid board, though. It was so much fun. Like I, I got on it a few times. I don't remember anything that I said, but it was always just, you know, because you'd always keep it up for the full semester, you know, and right. then you erase it and start new. Right. Um, I'm really mad just, at myself for not, I didn't take pictures of it every year. Like, I wish I had it. Like I could go back and look yeah. and go, Oh, I got what you said, but I just, I was, I've never been that kind of a forward thinker with that kind of stuff. It's all organic, you know? Yeah. Well, just, I mean, just making fun of us in general was just great. I mean, you know, it's kind of, I like it. Like, so my, my, the one that I remember the most, uh, outside of the story, I'm going to, I want to bring up um, the play and the pep rally. Um, but oh, yeah. other than those, yeah. the only, but my favorite memory outside of that was when I had like, I think I'd forgotten my math book or something like that. I'd forgotten something in my locker and we had a very specific, uh, you know, way we were supposed to do hall passes where you fill out, you know, the name and the class and there was like a form you had or whatever. Yes. Um, and I told you like, Hey, I'm sorry. I need to go get my math book. And you're just like, and you had one of those yellow, you know, just pads. And so you just ripped like the bottom half of that off and just wrote, Mike, who is an idiot, needs to go to his locker and then just <laughs> yeah. quickly initialed it. Yeah. So I didn't tell out any of the boxes. Yeah. Like I didn't say that's... where you're going. That was your whole hall pass. That and I like, just, that sounds I was, right. Yeah. It was, it was so, I thought it was the funniest thing ever. I was showing other people, I was showing other teachers that hall. I was like, look at this path that Larson gave me. Um, and I still, I don't know if I have it still now, but I know for a long time I did, uh, have that piece of paper, like, oh, that's right funny. up until, yeah. I mean, I bet 
late 20s is the last time i saw it but i i don't know i'll have to see if i can find it but oh, yeah, i kept great. that around for a long time for the record i have no recollection of this whatsoever <laughs> maybe because i'm old um so uh another kind of just to kind of give you guys an idea of just how much i like looked up to this guy back in the day why this is such a big deal for me um in the first place um i like I was such a big fan of this guy that we had um a pep rally. And so for homecoming, the uh, the scene each class would give basically they'd put on some kind of little play yes. in the gym. Yes. And the senior class would always their play would always be make you fun know, of the teacher. Everybody dressed up as a teacher. Yes. Right. And everybody making fun of the teacher. So I um had the honor of being Larson and I, you know, dressed I have the sweater and I put on some fake glasses and kind of got my hair up or whatever at the time. And um, so somebody had written like a pretty good script, honestly. Okay. Uh, you know, and, and so everybody is kind of like, all right, everybody know your lines. And it was, it was like, okay, yeah, I think this will work out pretty well. So I had remembered my lines and my lines were, I was, I, as Larson was sitting there with, you know, an English teacher who was mm-hmm. played by that teacher's daughter. And then like a couple other people. Yeah. Yeah. Up front, there were a couple of people that were kind of, you know, the main start of the story. But then at some point, it was supposed to get back to us. And we had some dialogue back and forth. And basically, okay, so, that dialogue... Hang on. So your skit was a bunch of seniors playing teachers sitting in a classroom. That was the the skit? We were we were on an island. So it was oh, you're gonna, on an island. So in, okay. this, in this case, we were on... It was like a survivor type thing. Oh, and okay. so... I mean, it was two thousand. This is two thousand five or six that this was happening. So yeah, yeah. Um, but basically, what was going to happen was I, as Larson, was supposed to get in an argument, and then I would end up voting myself off the island. Uh, yes. which is what you would do yes. in that scenario. That is absolutely sure. what I would do in that scenario. Out of annoyance. Well, only like the two main people that like wrote this skit and like put it together were really into it and they were up there and they were just kind of, they were dying, you know, they were trying because other people weren't really getting their cues. Right. And everybody I was sitting on this bench with, they were just, you know, like whispering and giggling to each other. They weren't paying attention. This is happening in front of the entire school. Sure. But they're yeah. still just gossiping. They don't care that everybody's watching this thing fail miserably. And I, as the, you know, the performer that I found out later that I naturally am was like, Oh, they're dying up there. We got to like try and help them out. Yep. So I kind of like nudged the person next to me, like, hey, should we do our lines? Like, let's let's do our thing. Well, this is supposed to basically end up with somebody throwing toilet paper at me or something like that. And then I would vote myself off the island. Well, so yeah. I, I I'm telling her, like, well, let's let's do the lines. Like, let's go. We have an opening here. And this girl kind of like looks back at me and then kind of like waves me off. And then I'm like, let's do it. And then she just kind of hands me the roll of pa- of toilet paper. I mean, <laughs> and then she goes back to talking. So now I am Larson <laughs> holding a roll of toilet paper oh, for no reason. There is no like right. explanation as to why I am Larson holding toilet paper. So I finally, when I had another opening, you know, I'm kind of giving it the look. I'm trying to sell it as much as I can. Like, what the hell is this? And so I just skipped to the punchline, like, screw this. I vote myself off. And I spiked the toilet paper and I walked out. Yep. The pl- that, that skit went so badly that everyone thought I did that just to get out of the skit because it was dying <laughs> so badly. That was what everybody kept on asking me later, Yeah, which 
cracks me up. Um, also something I would I do, by the way. In, exactly. So the next time I had class with you, I walked in and I walked in a couple minutes late. Um, and you were addressing everybody like I, so your door is kind of to your right, basically. I don't know if you're, are you in yes. the same room that you were? Yeah. Similar. So room. I, yeah. right. So I walk in, uh, on your right and you're addressing everybody. And then you turn and you see me out of the corner of, my, of your eye and you just stop mid sentence. And Larson just follows me with his eyes all yeah. the way across as I go to the back of the classroom. And I just kind of had my head tucked, like kind of yeah. just grinning, trying to like, oh boy, here we go. Yeah. Uh, and just before I got to my seat, he just went, yeah, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> and and yeah. like, yeah. And you just, he was relentless that day. Yeah. You and probably I, got I a lot every of second that day. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it was, it was great. But yeah, that was, that was delightful. <laughs> Well, but so then, here's why. A while ago, I'm going to interrupt you for just a second. I said I had two rules, and one of them was, you know, don't let anybody be upset. Rule number two in my classroom for me is never let the kids get the upper hand. Like if I yeah. if if I don't end up being the guy in charge of the conversation, I lose everything, and it's right. And I just lost my classroom. So yeah. So for you to play me in a play like that and make fun of me in front of everybody, and they know that yeah. you did it. I have to hammer you that next day just so everybody knows who's in charge. So I, I yeah. bet you got a lot of attention that day. Right. And I looked forward to all of it. I loved every <laughs> second of it. Yeah. Um, so okay. funny, actually perfect. You said this earlier, how like you, you make yourself the butt of a joke just as often or you try yes. to yes. Um, just to make sure that it's not like a superior or anything or whatever. Right. Um, perfect example of this. Somebody had like made a like a witty joke or witty, somebody had made some kind of comment to you as your back was turned and you were like writing something or erasing something on the board. And you just kind of stuck up your middle finger and started erasing with your middle <laughs> finger. It was like very, very blatant. And we all started laughing. Uh -huh. And then about five seconds later, you stopped and you looked over to the window and you're like, I probably shouldn't be doing this with my boss, the principal right outside the window. Oh, I don't remember if they like were able to see you from their office or if they were outside doing something, but it was just like, it just that one, two punch. Uh, yeah. but yeah, you, you, you did always bring yourself back to earth or usually. Oh, I still do. I call myself an idiot all the time. And, yeah. um, some, it, there's a, there's a constant, you know, the balancing of the scales for who, who gets to look like more of an idiot on any given day, the kids or me. Um, and I, I think that works. Uh, I think it still works. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's, that's all good stuff. Um, so, uh, those of you who are, uh, listening here, we have a rule. Uh, Mike and I didn't just go to Buffalo Wild Wings and have, uh, wings and beer once. Uh, after we decided to do this, we've gone there quite a few times to discuss things to write about and whatnot. And we established a rule on our second trip there that there would be no work talk until we got through a beer. Uh, the first, the first beer is just for bullshitting and catching up. That way we're not, we don't get bogged down on, uh, being on task and, and lose the, you know, what we're going for here. So I would like to inform and everybody we, that, that I just finished my first that. beer. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it it's the way to go. So we end up with more material to write about, but, um, I did just finish my first beer. Um, so I'm going to take this conversation and, and 
bring it back a little bit to the blog that we're uh, sort of advertising here or making a, you know, a supplement to. So let's go back to how this started. So we're, we're there on the first day. Um, we're enjoying trading stories back and forth. Um, one of the posts that you put on Facebook went like this. Um, hey, if you're telling a story and I tell a story that's similar, I'm not trying to one up you. This is my way of relating to you. Right. Like that was what you posted. And and I put, uh, oh, man, I do the exact same thing. And we found ourselves that day doing that. Uh, We found that two people who are very similar about that kind of relating to each other. We're just telling stories back and forth. And and that's what really sparked, I think, this whole thing. So let's go back to. um, We're sitting at the bar. We've had a beer. We've had some wings. And then we decide, hey, let's write a blog about a uh, an adult running into his former teacher and them getting together because it's probably kind of an unusual thing. Um, let's go to your first thoughts about how am I going to start this? As I remember saying you write the first one and then I'll, I'll react to it and I'll go with the second one. What were your first thoughts of, okay, what am I going to write about first? So are we talking about like when I when I got home and we were actually writing this or um, like what were my. Yes, I mean, we did some organizational things that day in the bar and wrote down some outlines and this and that. But after that, you walk out of the bar, you're back into your own world. What was your thought process like for how how are we going to get this started? Um, I think I was mostly just excited, um, to get it started. Cause you'd kind of tasked me, like we decided, you know, we were, like I said, we were a couple, couple hours into this whole thing and we spent a yeah. couple more hours just yeah. talking about how we wanted this whole thing to look. And we decided on two different things. One, we're writing the entire thing before we release it. And two, yes. um, we agreed on what the ending should be of the overall story, or at least this, this part of the story. Yes. And then a lot of that was us trying to remember like, okay, what stories did we just tell each other for the first two hours as we were catching up? <laughs> right. So, right. Um, yeah. And so, I mean, we kind of, after we kind of figured that out, like you said, we, you know, I was tasked with writing the first entry and it was just supposed to be about that day. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I came home and I just sat down and I started writing it and, you know, spent, a couple hours on it and felt pretty good about it well then like you know the next day i was like i i didn't i refrained from emailing it to you right away okay because i wasn't sure like hey maybe this was just drunk talk and i don't want to like weird them out if that was just a weird drunk idea you know and like because then you know it's just this was a great experience as it was in itself and it would have been a very memorable you know day i wouldn't want to like taint that with like hey did you did you really want to write this blog and then if yeah. you weren't actually into it i didn't want to be able you know just make it weird so i texted you like hey uh were you serious about that like do you remember <laughs> yeah. um talking yes. about that did you still I remember this text want to do yeah. this yeah and or or were we just like drunk bullshit and you're like yeah no i'm serious let's go i'm like right. okay good because here's here's episode one um so so you're nervous you're nervous like well uh, once i once i did i wasn't nervous to write i was excited to write it but once i finished it 
and realized like, okay, now I have to share this. I was excited to do so, but I was nervous at first because I was like, I, I hope he was serious about that. Cause otherwise if I send this, it's just going to be weird. So I just had yep. to make sure. Cause if you had said like, what the hell are you talking about? Or like, Oh yeah, I don't know. You know, whatever it was, then, right. you know, we wouldn't be here right now. I would have been like, Oh yeah. Ha ha. You know, I probably would have just played it off, but, um, but yeah, you were like, no, I'm in, let's go. And hearing that from sober Tim was like, okay, sweet. Here we go. Yeah. You don't, and you, you don't know and that you for shot sure. Your, well, fair, but <laughs> But you sent your uh, your response article like the very next day. It was just real quick. It yeah. was, you know. So once yeah. once once you reacted the way that you did, and then sent back, you know, your article as quickly as you did, that's when I knew, like, oh, okay, we're off to the races here. We've got something. We do actually have something pretty special. Yeah. Well, I for mean, a while we... we were just excited at the idea. Like this is just a really unique thing. Yep. I mean, we had a lot of fun in the classroom, right? Like, I think. Yeah. I would like to think that that defines my career as a teacher, but I specifically right. remember you being in the classroom and enjoying the, 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 all of the jokes and sarcasm and this and that. And I think that we definitely enjoyed that lunch in a similar fashion. Like this, yeah. this feels like the classroom again, but without the math and the other people. Um, and so sort of reliving something that was fun is a cool thing to do. And so continuing that and then, you know, putting a spin on it and writing a story about, you know, two adults in that capacity getting together and, and um, you know, finding some commonalities and exploring them a little bit is uh, it's a fun thing to do. So uh, I think part of that, too, is I in the middle of that had shared with you. Um, I have a I have a friend that runs a blog website that I you know, kind of covers. It covers comedy, pop culture, sports, just all kinds of stuff. Yes. And I had gone on a little travel adventure that I asked if, you know, I started thinking about it. I was like, hey, if I wrote something about this, would you want to put that on your blog? And he was, you know, he's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. So I did that and he really liked it. And I shared it with some people and they all I got a lot of just really good feedback from people. I really enjoy writing. I just never I don't usually have a lot to write about and I didn't make much of an effort to do it more often. And so that kind of inspired me to want to do it more often anyway. And I I believe I'd shared that with you before you came and said, hey, like, let's do this. In fact, I know I did. Yep. Um, and I didn't realize you were as into writing, too. Like, yep. you know, you were you were just as into it. So, you know, it, it worked out really well that we both like wanted to write, you know, a story and had something to write about. And, you know. Well, and so that particular topic became a very a cornerstone thing about what we're writing about. That's just yeah. being a couple of baseball fans and different, our different approaches to being baseball fans and how they sort of came together that day. And then what may or may not have happened in the future with uh, all of that. So uh, that's so cool stuff. I'm going to, I'm going to point something out to you here real quick, because yep. the way you've told the story, I think you might've written about it in the second entry, which we'll go over next time. Um mm -hmm. And the way you've always told the story to me is that you made the post on that first, um, you'd made a comment on my first post a few months before when I said, hey, I, you know, nobody gets to make me feel like garbage about myself ever again kind of thing. Yes. And that we agreed on. And then the second post was me talking about my experience as an echo tutor. Uh, and that was a much more positive one. And you had said something like, 
oh, I wonder where you learned these, you know, because I had, I had mentioned something about like joking around with the student, you know, the yes. students. Yes. and you're like, oh, I wonder where you learned, you know, some of these methods. And that was what inspired me to message you and say like, hey, but the way you've been telling the story for the last two years has been that other post about telling stories, which was just me sharing something I'd seen somewhere else um, <laughs> about like, yeah, and I just shared it because I related to it about like, hey, I'm act I'm tr actively listening and trying to relate through telling my own story. I'm not trying to steal the attention away from you. Yeah. And yeah. you, I see where you mentioned in person, like, hey, yeah. uh, I saw that post and like that's exactly how I am too. You never actually said anything. You never made a comment yeah. on it. You never said anything, but you've been telling the story as if the uh that was the second post. And it wasn't. Yeah, because I see where you're going you, with this. You're well, you, you commented to me that day, like, yeah. hey, I, you you made that post that day. And like, it, it was the same day. And there's no way that we, we didn't plan this whole thing and meet for lunch in the same day. I think what you're doing is pointing out to everybody that I was wrong. I think that's what you're doing is, yes, you are pointing out to everybody that I was wrong. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, I wrote in the second episode of this blog, something along the lines of, then Mike put a post that said, if I tell yeah. a story that's similar to what you told and blah, blah, blah. And I went, maybe I should have lunch with this kid where that is inaccurate because you made that post that day that we met. And I read it earlier that day. And that's one of the things we talked about. And yes. you and I argued back and forth about whether who was right and who was wrong about that until we actually quite a while later looked back at the notes of the original day, which proved without a shadow of a doubt that you were correct and I was wrong. And um, I think it's completely unnecessary that you're bringing that up while we're live uh, recording this podcast. It's, it's a little over I the think top. It's very Mike. necessary. It's a little no, over I the think top. it's very necessary. It's, it's definitely because uh, you're going to do that exact same thing to me at some point. I know that's coming. So, I mean, that's I might good. as well just get us off uh, to a good so start gonna, there. So you're coming out in the first round with a jab. I got it. That's, okay. Yeah. I got it. So, so uh, um, game on that that first within the first like 10 or 15 minutes of us first meeting at b-dubs um waiter jake came over to take our order you will you'll hear more about jake in uh in the next episode that's our bartender that's our and, fabulous uh, bartender at buffalo wild wings yes 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 so jake came over to take our order and uh i i guess i was just used to getting boneless because it's easier to like fork them and dip them or whatever and i uh yeah you you pointed out to me that bone in are much better and you are correct and i've since yes. only gotten really bone in for that reason but yes we kind of had that discussion and i was like okay yeah you're probably right and then jake came over and took our order and you went well i'm gonna get bone in because i'm a man and you immediately <laughs> took that shot at me and i was like all right let's here we go yeah and uh so one of the uh that was our introduction like little... you ordered food first and then when i ordered i ordered and made fun of you at the same time is what happened yes which, okay. which i would not have had any different i i expected yeah. that and it was funny yeah. but i have since been giving that back to you at any opportunity i have whenever we meet it's it's been a while since we've actually gotten yeah. to meet for wings in person but yeah some uh, called for it i'm i'm offended uh, officially, I'm offended. I, so we we can keep score throughout all these podcasts. Uh, who offended who uh, more often? I'm going to say right now it's I've I've been offended, and uh, it's it's one zero. Of course. Uh, right, Wilden. Um, okay, well, so I mean I get... wouldn't want you to be offended, Larson. That's 
Yeah, that's okay. So I'm going to go back to so especially you, it, that especially the time later when your your tooth is hurting and you had to get boneless and then I made fun of you for that. Okay, now we're just that's, being that, ridiculous. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I had to have a medical procedure done. Uh, okay. Um, so it took you a while to get to uh, the Facebook post. Um, and that reminds me, uh, I wanted to ask you this during this podcast anyway. You have a great phrase that you write in the first episode of our blog or the first blog or whatever the correct terminology is for that. Um, and it is, I'm Mike Wilden and I'm a short story, long kind of guy. Uh, love this phrase. I think we both uh, fall captive to this um, personality disorder. Um, why don't you explain a little bit to people what you mean by being a short, short story, long guy, and maybe even any incidents that have uh, come up as a result of you taking way too long to get to a point. I, I mean, that happens to me daily. Um, but <laughs> I, uh, so, I mean, everybody, you know, when people are summing up ideas and they don't want to give you all the details, you know, the phrase is, well, long story short, you know, this yes. happened. But I, I'm, I'm a fan of detail. I'm a fan of backstory. And so I always do short story long. That's, that's an original. I'm sure somebody has said it before, but I, I thought of it myself and was like, well, okay. Yeah. That, that, that describes me pretty well. So that's what I've been calling myself. Short story long kind of guy. Um, and it's just because I enjoy detail. I enjoy backstory now, part of the reason that I enjoy that is um, when I was younger, I was I would try and tell people stories because I want people to share and like I would, you know, I would be laughing at the time that something would happen and I want yeah. them to share in that joy. And, you know, kids are cruel. So I would tell, you know, certain stories and people would just make fun of me because they are oh, a nice story or whatever. Well, it's because they didn't really get the context. And I didn't like, well, if you don't understand the context here. So I kind of ended up growing into the habit of making sure you have as much context as I can give you so that you understand why <laughs> right. I found this entertaining. Like that's, right. that's the part. And it's, it's solely because I want you to enjoy it too. But yeah, so I, I am a short story long kind of guy uh, for so pretty if it's much a painting, things. Instead of a, you telling a story verbally, if it's a painting, you're a Bob Ross kind of a guy. You're just, uh, you want everybody know. to know why there's a little tree that lives here in the, in by the pond. And uh, getting there. So uh, quick rapid well, yeah. fire series of questions. Has that ever gotten you into trouble on a date with a girl? Um, yeah, I mean, there have been a few dates that uh, I just kind of knew. I'm like, yep, I'm talking too much here. But like, yeah, but well, that's too. part of it. Like, I, it too. I, I, I put that like, I put that on like my dating profile whenever I've been having when any any stint I've had on my dating profiles and I write this in the blog too like I put short story long kind of guy and yeah. if I'm like texting with somebody initially and I just put out like a long paragraph about whatever I just like by the way this is a thing just, just so, so you know, know. I used yeah. to apologize for it now I'm just kind of like this is just me it's, it's just whatever me. you know yeah. um but just just a heads up so if you can't handle it then hey but yep. You know, how about, I, it, how every, about work? everybody that knows me? What? How about at work? Has it ever gotten you in trouble at work where somebody at work is like, uh, we got to move on here. We're all on the clock. So I work in healthcare, and I I think that's the one place. I mean, I'll, like, I'll tell 
I'll tell patient stories if we have time or I'll tell coworker stories. But as far as like, if it's a really busy day or -hmm. there's something to do, I just won't really tell the story, you know, because I'm like, it's like, I'm not going to be able to tell this one the way I want to. Because you're a professional, damn it. That's right. (laughs) So I also tell them like, hey, like at any time, if you need me to get to the point, like you can tell me. And if I can't, like if I tell you, hey, this is relevant, then I say so. But yeah. You know, I, if somebody says like, all right, let's move it along. I like, I get it. You know, it's, it's, I don't have any specifics because right. I think it just, it probably happens often enough. And yep. I'm terrible about I, it too. I like, I, I will go on and on and on. And recently um, I was talking to some friends and I was, I went so far out of my way to make a point that they had no idea where I was going with it. And when I finally made my point, I heard all three people I was talking to say the following sentence. Oh, that's where you were going with that. <laughs> that's what I know. <laughs> I need to edit. I need to edit. I've, I have. I've gotten that a few times too. <laughs> but I, you know what? I don't. We're storytellers. That's kind of the point right. of this. And that was right. one of those personality traits that you were pointing to that we had in common when you first said, "Hey, let's write this blog." because uh we were both storytellers and both short story long guys um so i mean that's part of why we enjoy this process is because we can go back and forth and we can just you know bullshit for like a long time and um i will say i think that you know when i was younger i did have a couple of stories that like maybe didn't go anywhere or something like that um Mm -hmm. but as i've gotten older and been through certain experiences in life at least I think I've gotten a lot better at telling stories, especially ones that I've had a chance to kind of like work through and kind of, you know, edit. I know I've told you some stories that have been uh, yeah. pretty popular with you and uh, a couple of people in our movie group. We're in a movie group, by the way. We'll get to that. Later. Yeah, we'll get to that. So when you were describing short story long earlier and you said uh, stuff about being a kid and doing it, um, it, it is definitely there's two things uh, I think that happen. One you have to be an attention needy brat to be like that as a kid. And I'm yourself, the worst, you're probably right. I'm the worst offender here. <laughs> I, I, anybody who is listening to this, who knows me knows good Lord. Was I an attention needy brat? And then also when you're younger, you're terrible at it. You, like you yeah. think that the listener is with you and they are not. And you just, as you grow older and get more experience, you just sort of get better at doing it because of all the mistakes you make along the way. Um, and so it's it's a practiced thing that we're doing when we're writing blogs like this or even talking about you and I are just, I, I'm, you're sitting on your couch. I can, we're doing this through a Zoom meeting. You're sitting on your couch and I'm in my office and we're talking to each other, but we know people are listening. And so we're actually keeping well, the listener we, in mind. We hope as they're we're, listening. That's fair. Yeah, that's they may have turned <laughs> off by now and just moved on to something else. And God bless them. Um, but you do really get a better and better feel for what's going to be entertaining. How do you set something up while you're in the middle of telling it? And um, as a kid, you're terrible. And it's a it's a practice thing, which is it's not on purpose. But that's just kind of that's just kind of how it goes. I mean, people who are in business and sell stuff they get better at selling stuff by practicing, right? Like a salesman gets better and better and better 
as if they're good at editing and, and reviewing what they've done. And I think we do that on accident. We don't need to do it. We're not professionals at this. Right. Unless you guys really like it. So please, uh, you know, 15 dash years dash later.com. Uh, check us out. That's but right. Maybe we will be professionals at this, but uh, that's just been the trend of an attention needy brat like yourself or myself is you get you get used to it and you just get better at it. I mean, I don't know about the word brat. I, I taught you. I remember. And yes. that's OK. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So uh. is your entry. I have another question for you uh, before we uh, wrap this up. Um, getting back to your part of writing, uh, this blog, the end of the blog has a pretty great cliffhanger. Um, so we didn't, as you would remember, when we started writing this, we didn't have a real good focus for the end result or, or the big picture. We were just kind of writing it for right. fun and we were trading entries back and forth and going, this is what I wrote. This is what you wrote. It wasn't until we got six or seven entries in, maybe later than that, that we were reading them and thinking, this doesn't really have a point to it. And then mm -hmm. we went well, back and so edited retrospectively. I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna kinda cut in there a little bit because we but, we had we knew where we wanted to go, but we were having trouble well, getting true. from A to C. Because our, our first like, you know, our first couple of entries it's like my introduction and then your introduction and then we're off to the races but yeah. when we were first writing it we kind of we had a certain way we were writing it that was different than now like a, a different focus basically and right. we kind of couldn't get out of first gear so whenever we'd be writing about right. something else we kind of kept the, it felt like a very long introduction as you kept going right. and we couldn't we just couldn't figure out how to get out get into second gear basically and get out of that introductory phase and we'd, we'd written some good things and we knew where we wanted to go at the end, but we couldn't really, we couldn't really find that. And so like a, you know, a year in, we were talking about it and we discussed that a few times, like we need a direction. You know, I remember, yep. I remember that day when you'd showed your friend, like that said, Hey, like I'm looking for the point here and we need to figure it out, but we couldn't figure, we still couldn't figure it out. Mm -hmm. And then I believe it was when I was in Hawaii and we, uh, we were zooming that's when you finally were like what we need is the fucking point and here's yep. the fucking point we we yep. titled it the fucking point but basically like there there was there was more to just this meeting than like oh like this is us this is us just sharing stories and finding that we have stuff in common but then there was there was another thread where life happened um and yep. our lives were intertwined as we were writing this and so suddenly it was like Oh, we have like an actual story arc here. And yeah. So, and that, you know, that was a big moment for us, I thought, just as writers and as a as yeah. a team. Yeah. So, okay. So now we're getting to my question here, which is I don't want you to give away what the cliffhanger is or how you yeah, wrote it. Bad. Or even or even what you were <laughs> or even what you were thinking when you wrote it. My question is. How good did it feel to edit this first blog entry knowing that we could land on something that was hinting towards we have a story here as opposed to us just describing ourselves and who we are? Um, the, the cliffhanger is great, but how good did it feel to, to finish that edit off of the first entry and know that we had a purpose? 
I mean, it was it was fantastic because, I mean, we were both the entire time we've been very excited about this idea and we've been very excited about where we were going, like at the end of the, you know, at yeah. the end of our arc here. But, you know, I think we were both, maybe we were a little concerned or we just couldn't find a way to have like that meet, you know, any good story has the journey of the hero and all that, whatever, you know, right. And we couldn't really figure out if we, had that or not well yeah we're no arc, heroes we had it <laughs> we're no heroes fair what the yeah, hell are we writing about we're no well, heroes i i'm just all i'm saying is like it's like the the beginning was good the end was good the middle it was like it was good but can we make it make sense and can we make yeah. it matter enough that people would want to hear it or read about it and you know once we actually had an arc we were able to connect all the good parts of our idea with another really good idea yeah and it just all formed this very nice this very nice arc that we're like yeah. okay cool so at least we think know, as, so we hope well, those of right. you who are reading and listening along we hope you think so also but what's cool right. is we i felt like we were trying to manufacture uh, a middle part that was interesting enough to hold yes. together the beginning and the ending and what we found out is we didn't have to manufacture anything life worked out the description of life yeah. just just kind of worked itself out for that. Right. And it, and it honestly made the story, the overall story, better. Okay. So uh, let me ask you this then. I think we've gotten through uh, everything. I'm finishing my third beer, which means we're pretty much done with the podcast here. Um, what is your feeling as we're ready to publish? Like it's been quite, we've done some editing, some re-editing, uh, thoughts about mm -hmm. recording this and and how we would do it uh how do you feel right now knowing we're doing our first recording of the first podcast and we're about to publish the blog uh what what's your feeling right now how do you how do you feel uh about we're putting stuff out there i am really looking forward to getting this thing published because you know we've we've talked to a few different people that have been waiting on you know reading this for a while Mm -hmm. uh the blog i'm really excited about the podcast i've been excited about the idea we'll see how it goes in ex execution yeah. but yeah. i mean I, hey, you know my mom's it's... gonna listen to it so i mean there's we yeah. have that there's one there's yeah. one that's that's yeah. a start um but no i mean i think the idea behind this podcast is basically at least that, that what i told you is like this is just kind of bringing people behind the curtain on what it's like to be there for our talks anyway and like it's not exactly that but you know we 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 have a pretty good rapport whether it's working together on this or just bullshit and so i kind of that's just kind of the vibe i'm hoping that people get from it because some of our stories do hit a little hard as far as when we're writing them and mm -hmm. you know this is more so just all right you're joining us at the bar that's true it's cathartic uh doesn't everybody go well if you go to a bar and you have a couple of drinks with some friends and you talk stuff out don't you just feel better having talked and related with somebody about life and yeah. life's experiences right so we're we're right. doing that on somewhat of a hyper level um all right so you, i didn't i just made up this question while i was uh thinking about how to get out of this uh conversation I'm kind of interviewing you today because <laughs> you you wrote this one. So um, let me ask you, for
for five words or terms that people can look forward to reading about in the future as they read 15 years later the blog or listen to our podcast. Comedy, music, baseball is yep. probably the biggest one. Yep. Um, relationships, I guess we'll say. Sure. And I mean, I gotta throw. I feel like we gotta throw Aunt Kitty in there. Aunt Kitty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about my Aunt yeah. Kitty. Uh, she's she's a. Uh, everybody should have an Aunt Kitty. I'll just say that. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I mean, we 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 talk a lot. We we have some family in there. We have a lot of baseball. Family for sure. I you know I yes. I've been traveling for my you know for my job. So I I tell a couple of travel stories. We tell stories about you know our um our jobs but also you know kind of our outside interests and you know our hobbies and that kind of stuff yep. um all all of it's just relevant to how you know we connect and a lot of it like this is going to be an anthology like these stories are individual to us but we're basically telling you these stories kind of in a similar way we told each other these stories that first day that's the that idea. was the goal that was the goal yes right but yeah I'm um I'm looking forward to going on this journey with all of you and I'm looking forward to going on this journey with you Larson this will be this will be a good time to finally get our story out there to everybody. Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, I guarantee you that my mom's going to read it. So, uh our our readership is one uh and uh we'll go from there. Um, at, at so, yeah, we'll take it. Yeah. So, so, just a reminder everybody, if you can yeah. uh if you can just subscribe, uh like, subscribe, you know, all that stuff that we're supposed to say for a podcast um whether it's you know i you know apple music or spotify or whatever you get podcasts uh but also because we worked really really hard on it we would love if you could read our blog um yes and also you're probably going to want to because you know we told you a lot of the story today but going forward like if you don't read the blog some of this podcast might not make as much sense that's right. Uh, so we strongly suggest and encourage and really hope that you'll uh, you'll check it out. And that blog can be found at mm-hmm. 15-years-later.com, as in the number one, the number five, a hyphen, the word years, a hyphen, the word later.com, mm-hmm. 15-years-later.com. All right, everybody. Thank you guys for tuning in. This is uh, uh, Mike Wilden and I am Tim Larson. And uh, please check out our blog 15 years later as we release episodes of the blog. We're going to release podcasts that go along with them. It'll be every other Wednesday. So uh, thanks for listening in. And uh, Mike, you got anything left you want to tell anybody? No, I was hoping you were just going to wrap that up because it sounded perfect. Oh, here I go then. Uh, Thanks for listening, guys. (laughs) Have a good day. We are partnered with the SPDM crew.